Hello, 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 and thank you so much for listening to The Geek, The Nerd, and The Tangent. This is a retroactive review of The Greatest Showman because we had an impassioned discussion about it on our podcast today, December 8, 2018, which is interesting. Wow, this is shocking to me. I just barely put this together, but The Greatest Showman was released a year ago today, December 8, 2017. So that's why I say it's retroactive. Here we go with the movie review. The Greatest Showman, The Greatest Showman. This is one of the more controversial movie reviews that I've given. There was a lot of, I got a lot of flack for the review that I gave for this, but let me just give it to you and then I'll kind of do some other explanation here at the end. The Greatest Showman is the story of P.T. Barnum, who from humble beginnings imagines a world of entertainment on a grander scale than was common at the time. He builds a controversial show accompanied by success that brings him into the higher social circles where he didn't necessarily belong, but he only and it's only where he finds partial fulfillment until he discovers the magic that is already his own. The story as a history feels far from accurate. And this is my biggest gripe with the movie and the biggest gripe with the movie to me is the premise. And I think even non-historians such as myself instantly pick up on the 21st century molded script. I don't need to read an autobiography or biography to see that the story as portrayed would not have been possible in that time that it took place. However, let's imagine the story is a complete accurate history. If that is the case, then real life was a magical was as magically formulaic and intentionally emotionally tugging as typical fiction. I would be a bit more merciful to the movie if it was an original script. My biggest gripe with the movie is that you're taking a person and you're applying attributes, heroic attributes to this person that doesn't necessarily deserve those. You're putting other characters in there that are real people, but you're not portraying them in an accurate light at all. Like you're totally going against what really happened in this history. I would again, be a lot more merciful had this been an original script and not based on history. But that being said, it's still, to me, not a very good movie. Uh, Being that this is somewhere between history and complete fiction, the negative aspects of of both of those approaches build on each other. You have an inaccurate history coupled with formulaic and emotionally contrived plot and structure that belongs in the 21st century. But for some reason, everyone is dressed in top hats and there are no cell phones. But it feels like there should be. If I haven't lost you yet out of frustration that I'm just not seeing the vision of the movie. Let me just say also that 21st century pop music, which is what it sounded like to me, only accentuates the anachronistic nature of some of the themes and plot points of the film. And I I will be fair here. In general, I don't like pop music. I feel it cheap. I, I think it's, I, I, I just, I don't like the feel of it. I, I just feel like I'm being manipulated when I listen to pop music to dance and to to sing along and I don't like to feel manipulated a lot I think a lot of audiences do and that's why they like pop music and I I don't mean that negatively it's just so to be fair pop music isn't my thing to begin with but I feel like the music in this movie only accentuates the anachronistic nature of these themes and doesn't serve a lot like something like Hamilton uh, does a little bit more but are you really going to tell me that uh, that the audience 
You're going to tell the audience here that a certain character is an opera singer. You very blatantly say that, but then, and, and she's the most famous in Europe. And then you give her to perform a song that may as well be the next big Adele song or, or, or whoever you want to talk about. And not that I have anything against Adele. She's a powerful performer, but it just doesn't make sense unless it's like a sub narrative where she's not really singing that song to the audience. She's really singing opera. But what the audience in the movie theater hears is this theme that she's singing that's more of a pop song. I don't understand, uh, I guess, why they made that decision because opera can can be perfectly uh, popular if it's done right. And and so I just don't like those those cheap, I guess, emotional tricks to the audience that if if really examined under a microscope, they don't hold up. So I'm I'm a sucker with for movies with the theme of following your dreams and taking the necessary risks to get there, seeing the future as no one else can. There's there's a lot of great movies like this. One recently was Bohemian Rhapsody, which was a fun movie. Uh, you know, I always think of Rudy or Rocky. You know, all these great great movies about following your dreams. Truly, I think the production value, the the choreography, the cinematography, the acting were not lacking. They were just fine. You know, like you would expect from a big budget production. I could say that some of the moments and the themes did ring inspirational and they were moving. But and the I mean, the positive was just lessened because of the context of a movie that felt like a narrative pop music showcase that is complete fiction, but was based unrealistically on historical figures. And because of that, I think there were positive things about it. But I gave it a C minus at the time. At this point, I might give it even a D plus, but I'm going to stick with my C minus. Give it that passing grade. And like I said, I got a lot of flack for this review. A lot of people, especially in Utah, really love this movie. But I guess my big argument in the podcast today was that it's just so important to think critically. That if if you disagree with someone, don't just don't just jump on on them and jump down their throat and just like get offended because they disagree with you. Come back and say something to the effect of, you know what, I disagree with you. I think it was good that they based it on a real figure, a real historical figure, even if they weren't accurate because blah, 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 whatever your argument might be. Or, you know, I think pop music was the important thing to do here because it's that type of showmanship that we're going for and we're trying to show a modern audience, you know, what a the type of showmanship would be like in the past or whatever you want to do. Just give me that's what's missing in society today so much is someone has a critique of something and someone just gets offended or saddened by it or somehow it just like they lose their mind over it but what you need to do is come back and say you know i don't think you're being fair because da 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 and and present your own valid argument because it's a movie for heaven's sake and it, although i try to be objective I, I can't say that my opinion is perfectly objective. Like I mentioned with pop music, it can't be perfectly objective and you're entitled to your opinion. There's not a truth one way or the other about this movie. You're entitled to feel how you felt about it. And I'm entitled to feel how I felt about it. But I think it's important that we all learn to express ourselves and how we feel about something so that we can have important dialogue instead of just, uh, you know, getting caught up in negative emotions, especially ones that are going to affect relationships. Anyway, that's a bit of a tangent, but there you go. There's my review of The Greatest Showman.